0: Welcome to Movie Nibear, everybody. This is Dan bringing us in. In we have a really crazy, great episode today, and this is gonna be crazy, great, crazy, cool, crazy, it's cool. Don't promise nice. too big. It's neat and nice and this crazy, is, cool. This is this is our our. We have the the usual crew here with us tonight. Usual crew, crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, are we introducing? <laughs> <ourselves>? <laughs> We're introducing ourselves at this point. You okay.
1: buffoon. Well, dear listener, this is Aaron. I'm your uh, amygdala
2: expert. That's the part of your brain that associates emotion with memory. Listeners, I'm Blake. I'm the Jim Carrey expert. And I'll tell you, uh, the mask, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and Dumb and Dumber were in the same year. As this? No, as themselves. Like that, that was like
0: all together. <laughs> I, I did not even, even said what movie we're watching. Yet. I know. That's, just introducing that, ourselves. That's part of the, That's part of the game. And, 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 and yeah.
3: here's a clue, dear listener. This is Brian, and I'm your Charlie Kaufman. Expert, there you go. Oh. So,
2: well we're watching Anomalisa,
0: <laughs> yes, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I'm just gonna yeah. plot spoil it for everybody. This is Jim Carrey in 2004, Aaron's with, favorite year
2: of film with a
0: whole bunch of really crazy good actors
2: Kate Winslet, Elijah Wood, yep. uh, Kirsten Dunst, Tom. Oh, god, I always forget his name, not Sizemore, no, no, uh, Tom Wilkinson,
3: yes, great British actor, yeah. Tom. And- Mark Ruffalo, mm-hmm. everybody's favorite who?
0: Hulk. Who? <laughs> Playing a scientist. <laughs> no, it wasn't Aaron right. Norton. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> nice. So, we, uh, David Cross as well. Let's not yeah, forget him. I we I had a couple of beers sitting in the fridge that were <gasps> you know purchased. Well, they were they were acquired at Mac Wine Sellers. I'd say prior to them closing, I'm trying to think like how to... Dan stole them. I'm, I, I didn't... St- I basically they sold them to me really cheap, so I feel like I stole them. But yeah, so we have a couple of sour beers. I asked the guys, hey, I, I have this um, Electric Sunshine from Little Beast Brewing and this Ecliptic Tucana Tangerine Sour, and they're like, hey, Eternal Spot... I can't even eternal say eternal sunshine it's, it's, of the we, spotless we, mind. I can't even say it. We made like Dan go through or, the procedure, and, and I can't remember brain words. Is fried now because <laughs> I've forgotten it. You guys have erased my memory already. I tried this episode once, and it didn't work. Yeah, That's we, the whole premise. It of was film. it was
2: very dry and dull. We had to do it again.
0: Yeah, both of these beers are locally made here in Portland, and we'll talk about them a little bit later on. And I think they both went pretty well, but I don't know. This is this is an interesting film that was created and done in two thousand four. And this is like mid Jim Carrey being serious in his acting uh, career? Pretty early on.
2: The other earlier stuff is Truman Show. Yeah. That was his first foray into kind of uh, kind
0: of dramatic. Isn't that was like a little non-comedic. wacky. Didn't he make yeah. a horror movie after this one or something that Um was like number twenty three was a little yeah. later. Like a year or two later, yeah. He was making some really interesting stuff and this is a definitely a. and I heard the quote, an indie film with a big budget.
1: Well, I, I mean, we'll also say Kate Winslet would still be riding high on the, the Titanic. Yes. Uh, I was going to say Titanic wave. Boy, that's a bad <laughs>
2: wave.
0: <laughs> well, you <laughs> saying riding high and then the words Titanic seem weird too. <laughs>
1: sinking sinking low on the Titanic. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, Her star was on the rise. Uh, right. right. She was, Very
3: much so. Yeah. And, and let, let's admit... All right. In in my opinion, this film is written by one of the most inventive writers in Hollywood, certainly at that time. Charlie Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman. Uh, mm-hmm. He did an apt- to adaptation. That's right. *Indecent New York*, which a lot of people yeah. haven't seen because mm-hmm. uh, they can't pronounce it. *Inside* John Malkovich or mm-hmm. *Being* Be John, John Malkovich. Malkovich. I remember oh, that as a really God, good that movie fantastic. was and, incredible. And, and he's extremely inventive and plays with structure and jumping forward and jumping back in time within the film without a lot of clues and 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 so uh it's it takes a little work from the audience and this Mm -hmm. film definitely does that as well i I, I
2: thought he was really well paired with michelle gondry as well michelle gondry did other films like be kind rewind i think the uh the, the the beast book the wild things are movie uh he started in skateboard videos he has a very inventive, specific style of directing.
3: Really fascinating music videos. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, like uh, for Bjork, Chiba Mato, Icing Sugar is the name of the song. A pretty amazing video. You should check it out. Um, Yeah, yeah.
2: So, Kaufman and White Stripes. Ooh, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's done some good stuff. It's so, an excellent
3: combination. Daft yeah. Punk.
1: I, I Also, I will say it, it, it seems like Hoffman trusts his audience. Like, there's no hand-holding
3: here. None. You, no. you, you, you've got to work. Yeah, definitely. What, I but but you asleep. can follow it or fall yeah. asleep. <laughs> Dan <laughs> I mean, thought the film was a little slow. Slow. Yeah. Uh, but perk, but perk there Dan are the a lot up. of levels to think about, and right. we're gonna we're gonna
0: delve into them right now. Let's delve in into them right now. Let's dig in. I to that? Did we already talk about that though? I thought we already delved into them.
2: Well, let me tell you this. Uh I, I got J- Jim Carrey's IMDb open. Uh after Liar Liar, he did uh, The Truman Show, uh Man on the Moon mm-hmm. about Andy, Kauf- Andy, Andy Kaufman, Andy Kaufman, different Kaufman. Yeah. ostensibly a comedy but really a drama about the life of this
0: yeah, weird, Real, super
2: depressing weird guy. In crazy, comedically intelligent man. They did Me Myself Irene, The Truman Show, Christmas, yada yada. Uh The Majestic which I have seen, and then it's Bruce Almighty, thing. then Internal Su- Sunshine. So he hasn't done twenty three yet. Yeah. So, the, so yeah, he, he's got he's, say, he's got his toe in the the he's the, he's the, ramping the, 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 the it drama up. pool a little bit. He's ramping but Bruce it up. Almighty was still kind of a classic sort of yeah. comedy sort of. I mean, yes. it, it had is that kind of comedy that uh, is all said about Bruce Almighty, where it starts out like, oh, this is really really fun. Oh no, the consequences. Right. Yeah, and I, and I nothing and wrong with that. This, I just this
0: film is a hundred percent about consequences because it starts oh, yeah. at the end and then tells you where it came from. For those who haven't
3: seen it, I would suggest you see it. It's a film well worth watching. It deserves its accolades, for sure. Are we going to go ahead and spoil it? Well, yes.
1: Yes, It's it's 20 years old. I think we we have to lightly spoil in order to make make any any sense to us.
3: The basic plot is there's two people who are in love, and like some relationships, as the love develops, they can't stand each other. Yeah. And so it's a little sci-fi because they each independently decide to re- erase each other from their memories. At a, uh,
2: uh, at a clinic that could easily be in a uh, strip mall. Yes, yeah, like low end like dentist kinda office, kinda, is kind of a yeah, yeah,
3: iffy place of
2: business. The, the tech looks best. like
0: the tech looks very late nineties, very chunky and gray. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think the the importance of this is it doesn't rely on that, it doesn't mansplain anything. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. It like, just says, "Hey, yeah. we do this. We take brain scans of when your memories are, and we find those in it." Reason.
2: Focuses on the emotional core, it, yeah. including I thought it was a great detail. They told him, "Hey, so if you want to do this, gather all the things that remind you of her." which is something like people in breakups do. Is I, I can't stand looking at this. I yeah, can't stand I, about this person. Get
3: rid of this snow globe. She gave it to me for yeah. Christmas. Or right. the
0: mug that has her
3: photo. Picture I can't it. stand yeah. this stuffed skeleton. Let's, get it out of here. Let's burn yeah. it. And, and, and the big spoiler, which isn't a huge spoiler because yeah. you see it as the very first scene. Yeah. They somehow, in spite of not remembering each other, reconnect.
0: Well, she says at the very last memory that he has before it's completely wiped, she says, she whispers into his ear, come back to Montauk. Meet me in me Montauk. Montauk. But that's not, yes.
1: she didn't really say that. That was his reconstruction Correct. of her, of what in she said. In his mind. Then
0: why did she also go there? But they all, they both went that's there. He, that's and, where they met originally, wasn't Because it? he knows her. And it because, because, was yeah, where they originally met and, originally. It was they, they, that, originally. that lame beach
3: party with yeah. the stupid plane. <laughs> and, and, and they both realized that their relationship was broken. At the at the end of the film, yeah, yeah, and they decide, well, let's try again. Let's try again. Maybe right. this time will be different. And yeah. so, yeah. as a very basic question, do you think that ending is
1: optimistic or do you think it's kind of fatalistic?
2: I think it's realistic. Oh. It's them real. It's them recognizing we both have flaws. Like they listen to tape recordings bitching about each other's uh, personality. She calls him a sad sack. Says, "What's with her hair?" What, uh, Kate the hair changes stuff. four it's, or five it's times. BS. Which piece of trivia, Michelle Gondry wanted to use as a, which you can tell watching, wanted to use as a barometer, of, uh, or not barometer, timepiece of where they are in the relationship.
3: Yeah. Which actually worked, because yeah. the the audience needs some clues to yeah. know where the you, hell you, the film is. You see is. Tangerine
2: hair, you're like, okay, so th- things are going pretty well. You Early see days. blue. Oh, when is this? A little oh, bit later. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then things go really sour. I mean, but uh. it's like, no hot <laughs> colors, whereas like the hotter part of the no, relationship. No, very good, Dan. Cool. <laughs>
3: down. Dan. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and and as we see the memories being erased, we also see okay, this relationship had good parts and bad parts,
0: and he wanted to hold on to the good parts. And he wanted to that's hold on to the, the good deal. Parts. That's not the deal. That's it. not the deal. It all goes away and and yeah. you know, as far as the consequences of that, you really have to think about you know, if you had that option, would you do it because there's good and bad.
3: Right, yeah. I mean, personally, yeah. I think this film is a treatise on codependency. Yes. But a romantic would say this is two people who are kind of met, meant to be together finding each other again. Aaron y- would they, say that. They are fated I feel to seen. be together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, that's my well, I, I, think I like my, that. I think my, there's, my
1: there, there's something essential to who we are that that kind of lives underneath where our memories are. And if you take away that memory, there's still a central core of identity and and who that person is and what they like and they don't like, and so J- Joel, even with his memory of of Clementine wiped out, he's still essentially the same person. Right. The the chemistry yep. would still be and, there, and he still and there has is a chemistry in relationship, e- even if he yeah. doesn't have actual memories of that relationship. There are still there's like physical memory, you know, it lives in his body somewhere, and 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 he has this inexplicable urge to go to Montauk which he does he doesn't know why but it's his own self that's telling him he needs to do it so i yeah. i do take i think the more romantic interpretation here that these are the same people and and yes they you know yeah. they, they they didn't have a successful relationship before but I don't know. They they listen to these cassettes of you know when they got their memories wiped, and they kind of understand more about that, each other and more
2: about the how that well, relationship went. It's towards like, the end of the relationship that's where you're going to be the most honest. Like pretty much right. every first couple of dates, are you putting on a face? Yeah. Saying, oh yeah, I'm not totally crazy. I'm not going to talk your ear off about this particular thing until
3: like two months in. <laughs> Yeah, I, and and as we saw the memories being erased, we did see there were great moments in that relationship. Right, absolutely, why wouldn't you have wanted to hang on to those? You got to keep the good with the bad. And that's, what that's what makes helps, and, helps and, you grow.
0: And that was the whole thing. I'm going to open my eyes and keep my eyes. Open. That was so, so cool. Like so, his, and he woke up in the in the real world, quote unquote, where they're erasing him, and he's just like, No, I can't move. It, it, it's it, kind it, of so horror l- l- Listener, yeah, so half it.
1: halfway through this being done. In reliving these memories while he's undergoing this procedure to, you know, to, to erase this relationship out of his mind. He 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 changes his mind. Our our protagonist changes his mind. There are parts of this those like the memories that he wants to salvage and save and that he wants to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And eventually I think he decides that he regrets the procedure entirely. Yeah. That even the painful things, even the difficult things, he'd still rather remember it all, uh, if if he could go back and kind of undo. We we also it's called
2: character growth, guys. We also oh, yeah. see
1: though too, so like some of the um. I'll say I, excesses I was, I was going to say the, uh, the, 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 the the side plots, the office staff. Yeah. So uh, Blake, why don't you
2: take it away? Yeah. I don't know their who. I don't know their character names, but <laughs> what cur- Mary was but uh, uh, Mary? with like the wild like Svevo, like the what? A, Charlie Kaufman has a real gift for naming people with actual legit sounding last names. Like I feel like I'd meet a Svevo, and go, what a wild name. Her and Mark Ruffalo's characters are a couple in the film. Uh, You find out partway through that Elijah Woods character, Patrick, I think, quote unquote, fell in love with... Nicely done, <laughs> what well, He fell in he, love with her he by quoted, stealing no, her No, no. Her quote, panties. unquote, fell in love with uh, Kate uh, Clementine while the procedure was being done to while erase she, Yeah, While and and she was unconscious. And yeah. taking and, her under pants, taking the things that Joel gave them. Destroying them. To, to try to
3: rekindle them. a relationship. Because he's yeah. a weird
2: little pervert that should just take the Using ring. Using somebody else's moves. He, he, just should, just he should just go to, to Mount Doom, right, and throw the ring in there. But no. As a character, he's shallow,
1: he's needy. He doesn't have the confidence. To do this with his own, he's a twenty-something and so he's
2: he's trying to crib sheet. He's trying to you know crib notes from somebody that think, was more successful. And, I, and that towards the end of it, we were all poking poking fun at a uh, Mark Ruffalo's character for possibly okay. being the same.
0: Doing the same I don't, thing. I don't know if he. I think seeing how seeing how he did. That's why he had her look, stuff at the end and gave her the stuff yeah. and said, "Here you go." From the in van. the bag, in the bag. He yeah. took it out of the van and gave it to her and said, Here's your stuff. But they've been dating for how long? They never really say. I like they they Maybe six months or so. Yeah. like yeah. it's he not, comes, it's well, Either undefined.
2: way, he comes off far less creepy and like cloying as uh Elijah Wood's character. And and I think that's what makes me think maybe he didn't do maybe he genuinely liked yeah. her. Because he talks about seeing her talking to the boss, who we find out there in the movie, she had an obsession with the boss. And mm-hmm. they both agreed, I guess, after doing something you should not remember this. Okay, yeah, doing ship, something, don't, they don't, had an affair. Like, after having an affair. See. They never said it. If, uh, they okay. did,
3: if they did, Dan was doing bits. So, all right, <laughs> well, like they Dan. Never, they never said it, but they implied it. What fascinates me is we're spending a lot of time on what is a chan- tangential plot point. <laughs> yes.
2: I was trying to be, do it quick, and then these turds wouldn't shut up.
3: But <laughs> wha- why do you think it was in the film, other than a vehicle? To
0: say you should never, ever do this. You, the, well, here, it's this the same is, this piece. technology is anti-technology. The lives are The
3: point of those characters is to get the information of the old relationship before Memory Wipe back to Clementine and, and Joel. Uh, Joel. Yeah. Yeah. That that's right. a
0: subplot that moves that forward because right. Mary, the secretary, and then in the end, let's completely spoil it, sends everybody who, while she was working there, took all their files and their tapes and sent them she to them. And metaphorically so burn that place should, down. You're gonna burn well, it down. And I said it, that. I'm like she's when she realizes what's going on and that she get she got wiped She's gonna burn it down because there's no way go- There's no way of going back. When, when Joel schedules
1: his own appointment, we see people in the waiting room, and one of them is a person with uh, pet, <laughs> pet paraphernalia. <stuff. laughs> I want to yeah. forget my just pet. trying oh, to for- forget right. And well, then, because
3: she's so sad she's about her, her, dead do- her dead dog, dead dog. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and which we, think, we can relate to. We can relate yeah. to, and maybe that's maybe
1: kind of an innocent use case for for this technology. There's another person in there. I think he had a bowling trophy, bowling trophy, and something. And, I don't so know. like, but it looked like an older person. Maybe there was a sports injury, and he can't continue. Yeah. Anymore, he, and so we see he no longer gets strikes because right. he's uncoordinated. Right. And so we see the setup of plausible, good use cases for this type of technology. And then by the end of the film, we see the staff people there themselves
2: can't handle it responsibly. No, no, nobody in that office. Well, it's a pretty tempting concept for if you're around it all day, seeing people. Maybe you don't see the aftermath of Joel or you know Joel and Clementine like freaking out. She's having a meltdown. Right. Like not knowing, she's like, why am I so upset? I don't know why I'm so angry. Right. If she doesn't remember Joel, why is she so upset?
0: Exactly. Right. It's but almost not, like it's, this
2: brain surgery isn't exact. It's not.
3: <laughs> and, and maybe that's the point of the film, that, that you know our relationships with other people, love or otherwise... Perfect or flawed. No, there's nothing per, perfect. Perfect F- or flawed. With all their flaws. That's what makes us who we are. If we take those moments and those memories away from ourselves, we're no longer whole people.
0: Correct.
1: Well, there is an idea in our culture, I think, that if something is uncomfortable or difficult... you Erase it. Get rid of it. You, 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 of you it. withdraw from it. You erase it, whatever. And I, I think this, this film is sort of a powerful statement that sometimes the the most harrowing or difficult or painful relationships or whatever in our past, that can be formative. Oh, yeah. Right. I think that, that's the for that.
2: growth. Right. That's how you grow. Right.
0: So visually... Yes, thank you. I really
2: want to talk about the cinematography so badly.
0: A lot of handheld and a lot of still. They did a lot of live shots, like real live shots, Uh, on the train. According to the trivia I read. And in the car. Very little CG. Yeah, they, they went as practical as
2: possible. Yeah,
0: I mean when the when like the house and the thing like his environment is changing and disappearing and he sees people's faces change, that that's obviously computer graphics. But but they everything they, you know, they just tear Tom Wilkinson's face
3: off and yeah. he healed <laughs> <laughs> like a <laughs> nylon sock. It was a huge house. thing. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. they also indicated memories being erased by just, just turning the lights off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so the background disappears. So yeah. that part, is which erased. I think leans there's into d- like Dan's. Mention of the uh, the
2: handheld early on. Yeah. Because I, I don't I I think it makes sense that it's, it makes you feel like you're on the bus or train with them. But then later, like you're in your mind. If you ever had a lucid dream, things are weird in there. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of my dreams, so the one I do remember are weird, they're shaky. They're, no, they're not perspe- fluid. If, if no perspectives don't if, make sense. If you're
3: not the off. character at the center of the dream, you're watching and everything's very fluid. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Everything's yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think that was On purpose. We don't see it as much these days. The Bourne movies kind of overdid it and everyone (laughs) made fun of everyone (laughs) for it. Yes. But the strategic use of blur yeah uh, focus like
1: uh, as and things th- go out of focus it's like yeah that's lost that information is lost place uh, like there was a a scene in a bookstore that i won't name but like the you, you said the books were backwards <laughs> so you couldn't yeah. read the spines which is and, a very dream and, thing you can't and, read. and, it and as that scene progressed more
0: and more books yep. turned it, out it that all way just became white everything yeah. just went yeah. white yep. and you're just like yeah you're just all being erased so yeah oh. i think i think the use of the black and white are just like light and dark yeah. with the shadow and with the use of the pulling out of focus. And Mm -hmm, just, mm -hmm. I think it was really well done because he just went from memory to memory as he had identified. Here's something I remember. I And how do you then basically tear it apart? How do you remove it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as you remove those pieces, how does that, and Uh, he's living it as it's happening. And then then how do you,
2: how do you, portray that on a screen. Yeah. How do you perceive it as a person? Like, what would what would someone see if I went from memory to memory trying to race for example like say like my time in college How, what would it look like just jumping from dorm room to dorm room to like the trips home
3: I'm suddenly in a car driving back like right. what, and, what what's happening? And they did some of that with start locked off on a shot and then whip pan and then mm. suddenly you're in a new scene mm-hmm. or different memory.
0: Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of whip pan. And and I appreciate and there's a number of people out there that we know that are just like, I can't follow this kind of storytelling. It jumps too much. I don't know. <laughs> it's not linear. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. You know, this is a really well done nonlinear film. Mm-hmm. It does follow his memory track. But it, like I said, it starts at the end and then it goes forward it, to it, why that's he how makes those works, decisions. Man. <laughs> and then it's like, it, it takes work it takes from really, the uh, audience. Yeah. But you aren't lost.
3: There are yeah. some films like this that I am kind of like, Yeah, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need more clues. I wouldn't say this film gives you more clues, but you also don't get lost.
0: There's a breadcrumb trail. Yeah, Yeah. Do those other movies sour on you? Did what? Do those other movies sour on you? Speaking of sour, uh, before we uh, get there,
2: before (laughs) the uh, there.
1: (laughs) Can uh, hell yeah. Should we talk <laughs> about Manic Pixie Dream Girls? Maybe if you I mean, want Was to, this the first she, movie that kicked it off? I don't, I don't well, have. Was that, Garden but. State earlier yeah. than this? Uh, I think she, I mean, and then yeah, uh, Scott Pilgrim, we, we, which we watched recently, that, that was a bit later. Okay,
2: that that kind of that was Brian. Little, this, the, in the comics, that was him kind of poking fun at that. But this was a
1: thing. This was, oh a, no, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Well. Uh, It was kind of a thing, but yeah, but I I would also say it was Um, a thing in real life in the (laughs) in the mid eighties. I was crazy for the manic pixie dream crazy girls. Well, Aaron, what were the eighties? Aaron,
2: beware of the year of film you like. Garden State was two thousand (gasps) four. Oh, the same year as this one. We should totally watch that next. Was the lead? Was Liz and Sean the dead man? And she wasn't really manic. She's just a dream girl. But no, Who it was Natalie. Zombies. Natalie
1: Portman was Garden State, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm talking about Shaun of the I <laughs> <laughs> you changed gears and I didn't?
2: Oh, just like a memory, moving into a different memory without the. I think I'm starting to understand. This. this is better than therapy. we understand understanding my brain works. Moving along. Uh, let me Wikipedia what Manic Pixie Dream Girl is. And Dan, you can oh, cut this out and be an extra
1: for the listeners. Well, so I, my understanding of it, which is incomplete and off the cuff, is that it's a it's a sort of male fantasy of this this sort of uh, impulsive, flighty, exciting. Straight male fantasy. So yes, straight male fantasy. Thank you. Um, Magic pixie dream man. (laughs) Where uh, there's this there's this woman who will rescue by this like force of spirit, without being you know emotionally unhealthy or any of the bad stuff that comes along with being flighty or impulsive. And
0: has to have colored hair. And has to have colored hair.
1: Well, okay.
2: Oh, here we go. Okay, Blake. Film critic Nathan Rabin, who coined the term after observing Kirsten Dunst's character in Elizabeth Town, two thousand five.
0: Yeah. which
2: I'm sure there's movies that will back that up before that, said that the, as it puts here, MPDG, <laughs> which is the only way I'm going to refer to the Magnificent dream Girls from now on, exists solely in the fevered imaginations of sensitive writer-directors to teach broodingly soulful young men to embrace life and in its infinite mysteries and adventure. Up, up top, buddy.
0: There you go. Yep. What
3: was drill brooding?
0: Oh, yes.
3: I, I would... That, that was his I key would,
0: characteristic.
3: I would argue that the death character from the Sandman comics... Fits the mold though, and certainly her sister Delirium and Sandman came out in wow eighty seven. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, fevered imagination,
2: sensitive writer director, broodingly broodingly soulful young men. Wow, yeah, that's dead on. May, maybe the,
3: maybe the film character was later, but maybe. I would say that's that wow. that well. The, this yeah. this, so we're, this we're film really, critic really, really this film cri- at this point, but that's
0: okay. This, so this it's a film, this film really critic uh, it's a trope coined
2: then. it in like. Two thousand seven, uh, over a series of uh, uh, articles, he's writing about. I guess he notices this trope more and more of this sparky. Zoe Deschanel is kind of like the poster, like a new girl, new yes. new girl poster child style of it. American yeah. Dad is a great joke where the guys meet her, her, a character voiced by her, with a guitar case and like, oh, so you're gonna play guitar? Oh no, I use this to hold my clothes and vintage uh, accordion. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a, like nothing that has anything to do with what should be right. in there. Like, oh my god. <laughs> All right, all right.
3: I, I'm, I'm starting to sour on this topic.
2: Yes, I am as well. So again, feel free to chop it out and put a little no, something extra no, for no, the no, listeners.
0: No, it's all good. We all all, to- all conversation and all talk is good talk. At this, no, point. I'm saying no. I'm not saying get rid of it. Get like it put it aside. No, like no, yeah, like a no. dessert. It's all delicious dessert. I think the only extra thing we're gonna have okay. is heartburn after these beers because <laughs> they are not beginner beers. How, how about Claire Danes? In
3: Romeo. 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. You mean she's, Molly Ringwald? Yeah, Molly Ringwald. That's yeah, right. her name was, 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 Claire was, Claire was, like was like two years
0: old when those came <laughs> right. out. Uh,
3: yeah. She was Romeo and Juliet. That's right. Uh, yes. She's kind of like Less the Less manic, pic-
2: more like just the
3: popular girl. Or, okay, Ally Sheedy in Breakfast Club. There you go.
2: Maybe, but she really didn't like anybody. She wasn't there yeah, for anyone. Right. I like what you're going for. I mean, we should explore this. I, really, I'm, really
3: I really cut I'm cut going shadow. for the early... The Iterations mm-hmm. of the, the archetype. The I'm punk. sure it existed
1: like earlier, well, way before I, I, 2004. I mean, Gilda, 1946, with uh, Rita Hayworth. She was a bit of this free willing
3: <laughs> impulsive Clara Bow, Clara Bow, the it girl in 1929. <laughs> what about <laughs> Nathan Lane in one?
2: Uh, uh, oh, damn it! The producers or no? The Robin Williams Nathan Lane movie with
0: their uh, it, uh, lovers, Le Cage aux
2: I thought you were going to go for like Cuckoo May nest? West or somebody. No, like, La Cage aux
0: oh. Folles is the name of the French film that it came after. And it's What's called- the American
2: one? Oh, my God. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? No. That's the one about the crazy people in the it's hospital. The Birdcage. That's it. Birdcage. Thank you. Yes.
1: Oh yes. Yeah, and you're
0: in the you're in the film. You're fired. You're I so... haven't seen that one.
2: I'm oh sorry.
1: Have we beat this horse to death yet? We did. There's a French version. <laughs> this of manic horse is de- is pixie dead. There's two French
2: films. It's a dream horse, Blake. Off of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a Co- dream. That's what a unicorn
3: <laughs> idiot. What about Ophelia in Hamlet? <laughs> Oh, we saw you Googling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's counts. Put he, your phone in your pocket. That doesn't count. You have Michelangelo think, from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you have to no. even think
1: of it to be able to Google it, because you have to know it exists and just not remember the name. Anyhow. Yes. Beer. Right, we so drink beer for this movie. This is the part of the podcast Clearly. Where we're, uh,
0: moving to beer, where we're going to stop focusing so much on this really good film <laughs> that we, yep. that go we watched. See uh, go see yeah, it. Go see it. Yeah, download it watch it on netflix (laughs) do whatever you gotta do Uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind which i don't really know is that really the nietzsche like yeah no there was a real
1: there was a real quote about that i I will say this film is a bit of like a rorash test of like what does the viewer bring to it what do they see oh right thank (laughs) you yes and yeah i would agree so yeah how much are you paying attention (laughs) because i saw this film 20 years ago and i had Different viewing experiences from young, naive, inexperienced Aaron versus yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron now.
0: <laughs> you do not have that level of naivete when it comes to sour beers. Because I oh, know no, no. having been around you enough and served enough sour beers A bit. at my place that you have enjoyed that. I'm like, you know, I think you were probably the expert at this point in time. Because the rest of us are just along for the ride when it comes to sour well, beers. What it's happens true.
1: is the alcohol goes into your brain and wipes out the memories. So,
0: Well, you know, it is like heavy drinking. You know, it's all good. It's like a night of heavy drinking. Yes. So How'd I get here? <laughs> Shout-outs to Tim <laughs> Petra <laughs> uh, when their shop was open, provided us with some really excellent beers. And these have been sitting in the fridge a little while, but they're still really good. So th- if you are going to buy beer and have it sit for a while, sour beer is one of those. They keep pretty well, right? They keep for a uh, while does, because they're already funky or sour. I was right. going to say, does the acidity Acidity help? helps yep. with the storage, and it stays well. So both of these beers... Are 4.8%. Uh, one of oh, them cool. strawberry lemonade mixed fermentation kettle sour from Little Beast Brewing called Electric Sunshine. I, I've I, had this beer many times and I still name. think it's a great name. I want a drip of this. A like. beautiful can art. <laughs> it looks like spray painted stencils. I can and have like this every day. Wine art. It's got limes, My and liver strawberries, would die. and it's low. It's only 4.8%. It's, it's, again, kinds of sour. Yeah, Natural it, fruit it, fermentation souring is called lacto back I, I That's like a l- l- lactic acid. Lactose. Lactose, lactic acid. It uses lactic acid that's in, naturally in the fruit to create the souring or the soured approach that this does take. Now, depending like the, on the base beer and how long it sits on that fruit, it's still going to have some of that malt backing. And this mm-hmm. one actually does have a decent amount of malt backing. So it's just not drinking sour
1: here. Well, I, I was getting the fruit like there clearly was strawberry and yep. there clearly was. I'd agree with like, that. I Like citric, I couldn't necessarily say lemon or lime. It is lemon on the can, but yeah. um, now the, the 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 fruit was that kind of at the right level. It, they complemented each other. The sour provided some kind of nice um, like crispness and, and acidity to it. I, I loved that a lot. And like you're saying, Dan, there's a little bit of kind of malt backbone. Yeah. Uh, kind of behind all of that. That, that it's a really nice beer
2: so i didn't catch the malt backbone i mean i was very happy to get a full D- dan typically is able to, pre- to prepare easier and have something everyone covered we did a couple of halves for a few of us yeah i was fortunate enough to get a full can and i'm really glad i did it was usually sour beers i like get about halfway through and i'm i'm you're thinking I'm good. i good i could do something different this i think you were all full board you're like I, I want the whole can i guess they're ready to go that, that's for other reasons uh, but the uh the, I guess because of the malt back i i would presume it helped kind of tamper it out and you know even out so I wanted to have the the full glass yeah yep uh, how, how'd
3: you i eat i it? I enjoyed this as well I thought it was uh it was kind of light
0: yeah, it was a lighter beer, and uh
3: yeah. I thought it went pretty well with the movie because the first half of the film where we drank this was, was 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 kind of brighter a little more happier, right. yeah. wasn't going as deeply into yeah, some yeah. of the themes of the film.
2: Right. So. I, I was, I'd was. i second that. I, I, I feel like this one matched, of the two, better than the second one overall. But L- luscious, tart, and refreshing, this naturally soured beer
0: with real strawberry and lemon turns up the sunshine. Yes, and it is. So again, we these beers uh, were, we picked the movie sort of because of these beers, because I had said, hey, I have these two sours, Let's find something to go with it, and I think y'all did a really good job in selecting. Thank it. Thank you, Brian. This was Brian. Yes, this oh, was Brian. Baby. Yes, I turned it. on the brain. Finally, <laughs> finally, it's so about so time that guy did what, something. What did you guys think of this as it warmed up? Did the amount of sourness change, or did it just deaden the tongue enough that you didn't notice it being? I want
2: to say, in not a negative way, I think it like didn't deaden the tongue. The tongue was buffeted with flavor, so that it, it grew resistant and could, you know, knew to to uh, handle more flavor. Mm-hmm. It stayed about the same for me. Like I yeah, as I it, drank it just it, seemed like It didn't it dull
3: to like me at all. No? Yeah, okay.
0: yeah. I would agree. Aaron? And, and sometimes and
3: then, I, I will say sour beer to me a little bit goes a long way for me. Yeah. And this one really didn't. I was enjoying it to the same. bottom of the can. Yeah. Same. Yep, yep. I I enjoyed it
1: thoroughly. I'll t- I'll be completely candid and say I wasn't paying attention to the temperature difference as a, as I took my time with it. But
0: it, it, it's it so I I would say that Little Beast Specializes in doing tart and sour beers. And this is one of the ones that they've come up with that uses a couple of fruits that's natural. Acidic, sour. Mm-hmm. They're not throwing like they're, not, throwing, in they're it. not they're not like throwing like milk. a the concentrate or whatever. They're putting yeah. actual fruit in there. This is just real fruit that sits in nice. ages and it does its thing. And I appreciate that. And thank you for making awesome beer because I've had this on draft and in cans in many places and it's consistent. It this is a beer that's a that doesn't, big deal. It is. It doesn't vary a whole lot. The ABV may go up or down a little bit based on just how much sugar, residual sugars are left in it. But basically, this is a really clean, classic sour. And I would say if you have friends who are not big beer drinkers, who are like sour things, you like Sour Patch Kids, this is like a liquid Sour Patch Kid (laughs) not (laughs) being that sweet. It just has that little nice fresh tartness to it. I, I appreciate or it, it. Those those worm candies that yes. are like, yeah,
1: that's oh man, I love that yep, stuff too. Yep, yep. I, I was going to ask Dan though. Uh, brew. I think we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but brewing with like actual fruit mm-hmm. must be a little bit difficult because isn't there like inherent uh, uh, volatility and in just like the the yes. ingredients of it? What can a brewmaster do if they if they're maybe early or late in the the strawberry season? And they know the fruit is a little bit maybe got a different
0: characteristic. Like maybe there's not quite as much sugar because it's early. So they'll they'll use both fresh fruit and then they'll do puree mm. that has a consistency to it because the larger puree and and fruit manufacture. It's like if you're gonna go buy a jar of Smucker's, you know it's gonna taste the same every time. Right. When you go buy from these large fruit producing companies they're dealing with tons and tons of fruit so the consistency in the product is good across the line now year to year it may vary a little bit but within that same amount you're you know what you're going to get within the same you know product cycle Darling, I, please get in? the 1991
2: Smuckers. Yes, <laughs> company
0: over. No, yes. and sweetheart, so, 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 get, get the
1: 1991 strawberries. Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're so, going to have a nice evening tonight. So, oh they,
0: no, the monkeys got back in. So what they do is when it's when it's a mixed fermentation or a kettle sour. So kettle sours tend to use the cheat. They they'll use a syrup. They'll use uh-huh. some sort of um, extract, or they'll they'll not use oh. solid fruit because it takes a lot more of the fruit. So when you're from what I understand they usually do a couple barrels with the real fruit and then they'll use some that is concentrated concentrate, to concentrate or or an extract or whatever is that typically and a, mix it together.
2: A time-saving, money-saving yes. thing?
1: It is. It's okay.
0: time and money saving and I have no problem with that. No, no, yeah. no, no judgment for me. That's probably space too. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. you, you yeah. Can yeah. probably Imagine. get a higher
1: yield and have more be- end product uh, for the amount of syrup that you're using versus if you had to, you know, fill kegs with kegs, strawberries. Kegs. yeah. I'm just it's,
2: picturing a, a bag of uh, uh, like apple juice a bag. A bag. A bag of apple cheese. I'm sticking with it. Or a bag of apples. Hey, Which is bigger? They say
0: bags, Squeeze of, they boxes, bags of milk yes. in other countries. That's Disgusting. No, yeah, no, yeah, no judgment, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Excellent beer. Thank you, Little Beast, for making great beer. Check Indeed. them out if you're yeah. in Portland. They have a tap room with a really interesting uh, barbecue joint that's attached to them down... In Southeast, check them out. I, I they do really good. Oh stuff. yeah, we've been there a few times. That's some good barbecue. Yeah, you can't you can't complain about that. So the second one we had is from Ecliptic Brewing, which is sort of not too far from where we are located physically here in Portland. They're off of Mississippi, about a half a what? not even half of They're kind of on the corner of- It's a weird corner. It's great to- of I love bike riding there. I hate driving there. <laughs> yeah, there's a little- They have a very small parking lot. So Takana is one of their core beers they make year-round, and this is a tangerine sour. This is a little more tart and fruit forward than the last beer. Mm-hmm. This is, again, at like 10 IBU, 4.8 ABV, so it's a very lighter beer. But for those that are more on the long lines of liking super soury stuff. Like grapefruit, grape, yeah, yeah. This is a grapefruit adjacent yep, right. tartness that is really going to dry your mouth out. There is enough malt to kind of hold it together, but that acidity is really strong. The citrus is so super strong. Yeah, it's very one.
3: grapefruity to me. And I, didn't and like it. I don't like grapefruit. Right. so
0: yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't
2: like this one as much. I, I feel like this felt... Heavier, yes, it's so it's weird. You, you, you it, it also was so kind of
3: flat to me, like it, it, I, I do like the other one was I, sharp, yeah, and this one was like,
0: well, flat. I assumed for me it was just I'm not, it's it's the acidity and it. it's it's the type of it, it's the type of fruit flavors that you're getting that that's okay. That. okay. I just assumed and don't like you know, I'm, not, I'm no expert. Ecliptic's not one of my favorite
2: breweries, yeah, there's only a couple things that I really like, and yeah. I'm just not a huge. She's not big on it. So I just assumed it was because, oh, I'm just not wild about So the style. thing
0: is, is, is you're going to get muddled lime and orange and other flavors other than Oh, just Dan, it's 2023. Tangerine. You can't say muddled anymore. Muddle. No, it's been, it's so it's got that earthy kind of back. And I, I would say that's also from the hops that they use, which I couldn't find. I, I wanted to look. So they're probably, I would guess, either European or British style hops that are going to give you that earthy tea Kind of yeah yeah sitting, yeah sitting we we we're gonna have like a little bit of steepiness to it on the back end yep. to support this really really sharp they, that's why I didn't like it. I don't know. You know, I'm noticing on the on the
1: can art, mm-hmm. there is a fake constellation Yes, that is also
3: in the movie. Our protagonist points out a yep. fake constellation. That's him being like, cute. And, um, and Elijah Wood's nickname for Clementine was Tangerine. Right. And this is a Tangerine Sour. Yes. Hey, he a tar- twist of tangerine he plays
1: nicely with the balanced tartness and dry finish of this crisp, refreshing, sunset-hued sour ale.
3: Sunset. Here. Oh, don't point to me. I was going to say
1: I oh. hate. I hate his sideburns. I, oh, I, I was <laughs> just ragging Elijah Wood's character. I thought you were trying to jump in, and I
3: was like, yeah. okay, but, hold, no. I, I, I noticed you were doing your cool radio. I, I wouldn't stop. say this was a bad beer. <laughs> it just was not as good as the first. Correct, but and it also one went one. well with yeah. the film. The second half of the film. See, got I didn't really think it went as well with
2: heavy. the film. I, I kind of, <laughs> if I had my druthers and went to ruin my night, I would start with the electric sunshine. And then cut to a stout for the back half, something Ooh, he- something, something heavy really and like, slow heavy. sipping to like yeah, we really just that, cause it because it felt like yeah. two different movies almost. It really sort of did when he started going through the dream sequences
3: and things are and, really and really started starting realizing what he was losing. Ma- yeah. Maybe
2: a hazy then, maybe something yeah. not as extreme, but yeah, all good, good
0: good ideas. What kind of beer tastes yes. like
1: regret to you, Blake? Wow, Tecate? No. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ain't nothing good about that, baby. Uh,
1: I (laughs) Um, would say yes. Toilet cleaner? (laughs) Old German I regret drinking this toilet cleaner. I don't know. Toilet cleaner's not a
0: beer. Anything that's (laughs) mass-produced. You're not mixing it, right? (laughs) Anything that's mass-produced that's considered a Um, Pilsner. I'll
2: tell you this. Steel Reserve (laughs) tastes like regret, because me and my buddy in college were trying to catch up while playing beer pong, and boy howdy, that was the most hungover I'd been in my life,
0: but... The magic of Cheerios and Legally Blonde got me back to normal. Oh jeez, how long? Wow. Like hour six, eight, six, eight, Twelve hours later. Uh, I, I I'd say six ish. I would say that's. We're like all just kind of like huddled around. Like, where'd you throw up? Where'd you throw up? <laughs> crunch, wow. crunch.
2: Get it, get it Reese with a spoon. Get it. Sit, yeah. sip, sit. <laughs> it's understandable.
0: <laughs> if someone were to watch this film and didn't have sour beers, what else would we write? I mean, you are saying hazy. Uh,
2: you know, I think wine. a wine. I know it's not beer, but like yeah. a, something similar to wine. Would, I think would work. She does very drink a bunch of whiskey uh, in it too.
1: She does. I, I she
2: references t- whiskey. She drinks a lot of beer. Yeah, the, those two terrible workers. She does the uh, Bombay <laughs>
1: Sapphire. Yeah. a couple mm-hmm. times. Yeah. But, but I'm gonna argue. Oh, Rolling to, Rock. To drink <laughs> Rolling
0: Rock.
2: Oh, on, they please. do drink Rolling Rock.
1: I, but in keeping with the the character of Clementine, I would say maybe like a wild ferment farmhouse.
2: That's a good call. Yeah.
1: Nothing
0: wrong with that. I mean, yeah. I yeah, don't the, know
3: exactly. Like, and but those are so funky. Would you enjoy as a viewer? Dirty socks in your mouth. Dirty socks. In I your like mouth dirty while you socks. were watching. Well,
2: well I, like, I like. Well, cheese. I think when there's
1: that smells like socks, I like dirty funky. Like Aaron, I think what beer. they're yes. saying
2: is uh, yes. there's some movies where <laughs> you want to have the beer not distract from the movie. And this movie doesn't hold your hand. It's not confusing, but it doesn't hold your hand. Yeah, you've got to work as a
3: viewer a little bit.
0: I'd say the funky
2: farmhouse for the back half, once you get a feel for the vibe of the film, you're like, okay, here's how I should adjust my brain. Fair point. Because I watched a lot of movies when I was in high school. When you were drunk. And then I watched, (laughs) no, just just a lot of movies that were made in early 2000s, late 90s. And watching old films, I had to reset my brain. Because they're incredible movies, but they're done so differently, you have to just... adjust how you, you, you like take Indiana. it in like, like a different headspace like, for casablanca yeah, Like exactly Indiana jones <laughs> no i'm saying like casablanca like any billy Wilder uh, movie like the early like the, oh, the apartment sure, yeah. the apartment's incredible but you, it's not it's the, not uh, road trip the, the, it's the, a whole different movie from road trip the, I, the, I, the pacing is different exactly the, the cues they, of, they don't
0: like, rely on technology it's just acting in a set
2: so i would say the farmhouse for the back half of this film yeah, okay because by I mean, then you're get you're used to it you're right okay, cool so I kept trying to guess what was happening because I knew the general premise, 10 minutes of the movie. Like, oh, is he, is he? <laughs> over to Brian. So is this like an old memory or is this like now? Like, just keep watching. Uh, okay. okay. I, I mean, this is, movie, is this sound the memory?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this movie does telegraph exactly what it's doing very early in the film. Yes. It, it, like, it's not, there, there are no real surprises about what's happening after the first 10 minutes. And you see it kind of move along in its progression. And yeah, maybe there's some side plots with this, you know, the the office staff or others that you wouldn't anticipate. But it still packs a punch, I think, even okay, though you yeah. know what it's going to be. Oh, yeah. Even so like the beer. This beer, you know what
0: it's going to be. You it's, know what it's still gonna be. really darn good. So I good. made the comment that 20 minutes into the film, they did the pre-credits. Like you saw focus features, and they went right into the movie. There were no pre credit. It was like 20 minutes. In the, I was like... This is stupidly long, insane. Yeah, that, of time you're that you that's a cold a open day. is what that's called. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it it is. Yeah, just we're so, just gonna uh, tell uh, it like it is, and then well, when there's a moment where we're shifting the story, we'll but, tell you what it is. Uh,
1: Brian, what's the emotional impact of a cold open? Like, what's it meant to do, and what's kind of the, the, the how is it you employed as a storytelling? Oh, place?
3: it it's meant to draw the audience in, mm-hmm. like. You know, you you're given a bundle of information, mm-hmm. and hopefully you're hooked, and you're just along for the ride. Okay. Like for and, this it'd and, be, and why is Jim Carrey kicking the blankets off? Why is Jim Carrey yeah.
1: mad
2: about? The, why is he going to Montauk?
1: Why is he such a jerk with his friends who are patiently and, listening to and, him? And, and I, I, well, like, I would also yeah, argue
3: <laughs> that I would say maybe the first five minutes while you're still trying to figure out what the movie is, it's it it is pretty slow. It's you, you, slow. You've got to give the movie a little time to develop. Yeah. If you would have put in titles right after this kind of slow burn start, you might have...
0: Just lost people at that yeah. point. Yeah. Click,
3: click to the, the next channel if you're watching at home mm-hmm. or walked out and demanded money back. Well, typically, I feel like I see more cold
2: opens with TV shows. And yeah. Sitcoms especially, it's a way to kind of set up a joke separate from the rest of the show. Like Community and 30 Rock did that a lot where it'd be Oh, man, we're just opening on The Study Room. Or we're just opening on 30 Rockefeller. What's going on? That was a fun, uh, wacky kickoff. And then theme song. Then the All actual show starts.
1: One of the ones I remember best, Malcolm in the Middle. The husband is doing doing his washing the dishes and his wedding ring goes down the drain, and he's trying to reach down the drain to grab it and he's like reaching, leaning over and his arm is like pushing up against the wall where you see right. the switches for the for garbage the, disposal. Yeah, and you just it sets it up like he's gonna mangle his hand. He's gonna mangle his hand. He keeps reaching further. His hand gets closer to the switch and closer to the switch and closer. To, and you're like, oh my god, this is gonna be horrible. This episode's gonna be about
2: a trip to the ER. <laughs> And then he grabs the ring and everything's okay, and it like totally and then titles. Yep. <laughs> so Malcolm and Mill used it as a way to just here's a slice of life. And this weird, port like here's broke, a fun- too funny self-contained family. joke. Yeah, hey. they, they uh, advertise ADHD with that, where <laughs> Hal like goes into change a light bulb. It's like, huh, th- oh, we gotta change this light bulb. Goes to uh like get the light. Huh, The shelf is squeaky. Goes to get uh, another tool huh by the time he's like fixing the car, like, what are you doing when you get fixed light bulb what's it look like i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) yep is he had this chain of like eight things of like while he was going you know getting the tool to fix the one thing so so typically cold opens are usually sitcom uh yeah usually sitcom not even dramas maybe drama
3: to like introduce what the theme is so yeah i mean i i would say for for this film it wants you to settle in and get hooked before it Slows it down even more yeah. for
0: some credits.
2: Kind of goes in with Dan's suggestion that the uh, handy cam on the trains like we're, we're it's like we're there. Yeah, you're well, just like you're just here in documentary style. Life. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're just along for the ride. It's yeah. a regular Truman
3: and, show.
2: Oh. Dab dab dab. And
3: I w- I would also say on that that first train scene, there were a lot of whenever the the camera was locked off, it was very low angle. Yeah, making both of our main characters kind of heroic. Like they, yeah. these are the protagonists of this film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're looking
1: like up towards up them. at them.
3: Yeah. All right, so they're larger, larger than life, and heroic. God, Michelle Gondry's talented. Yes, uh, he is.
0: We're we're the weeds, but that's okay. <laughs> yes, we are. Well, we 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 are so we're in the weeds
2: Malcolm
1: because in the middle. We, we really liked this movie, I think. Yeah. Uh, across the board. The beers
2: are great, the movie's phenomenal. Right.
0: Yeah, good episode. So I'd say
1: highly recommend uh, our teen audiences. Like there's nothing really terrible in this. I mean, maybe some drug references or sex references, but uh, I don't think teens would really like have it, the emotional They've seen, they've seen that by the time
2: they were five, bud.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> certainly.
3: If anything, just, no violence whatsoever. If anything, right. just
2: gra- brace yourself for the
0: uh, clunky beige technology of the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> They'll be yeah. like... Hand phones. Dude got yeah. out his phone and it was like a solid antenna. and was brickish. And I was like, oh, yeah, right, dude. that's how it was back then. <laughs> Wow. And laptops. Well, laptops that were like, like really boring really looking. Very really clunky. Wow, they weren't right. silver at all. <laughs> but it ages,
1: aside from the, the technology, like it ages well. Yeah. well yeah. Universal themes of yeah.
3: love, yeah. relationship, it's hard. And Mark Ruffalo. Complicated. Oh, jeez. Playing a scientist again. Kirsten Dunst, way too young to be in underpants.
0: Yes.
2: It was a little annoying. Tom Wilkinson, not being mm, British, not unfortunate. Being British, yeah.
0: Right. But still doing a great job. Oh,
1: no, he's, yeah.
2: a, he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the acting
1: throughout was very good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. No
0: complaint. So I think all four thumbs up. Yes. And I think find yourself Jesus. some interesting beers. Yeah. Again, you know, we had some good These sours worked sour. well with the yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, might yeah. find others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as always, the opinions expressed are maybe this recording or those of the hosts. And, you know, just thanks for hanging out and check out this film. Check out some beers. I think both of these are good beers that stand alone on their own, but I think Little Beast is a little bit better. Uh, drinkable, quaffable, especially in the summer, spring, and fall time.
2: Speaking of drinkable, yeah. if you don't hydrate, you're going to dehydrate with the walls around you vanishing yeah. as you tell the woman you love but hate also that you don't ever want to lose her. <coughs> or see or him. Or, him. Or, or them. Or see them again. Yeah.
0: Exactly. What's with the hair? <laughs> I don't know. Why did it keep changing colors?
2: Oh, apparently those were wigs really oh, it's no for, for for ease of uh, shooting because it wasn't uh, sequential and if
0: you dye your hair up like too often it will kill just, your hair it'll just fall right. out I mean that
1: makes sense because nothing in this film is sequential so.
0: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> not at all so well thanks for listening and hanging out everybody
1: oh yeah uh, until next time remember us all please don't forget us this is Aaron signing off
3: yeah. this is Blake and I'm going to Montauk
2: slam walk, 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 walk,
3: and this is Brian thanks so much for checking us out
0: yeah All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. Take care.